0: You're tuning to the sports. Hello everyone, welcome in to Watson's Playbook. Welcome to episode 11 of Watson's Book here. Uh, we have been me and my buddy Jeff, who is on the line. Welcome, Jeff. Hello. We are going to uh, restructure this podcast, and we're going to do different segments of the week, and we think that's going to make it a little bit better for for our listeners, for you guys, and for ourselves, and make it a little bit easier. Um, well, any input you you guys might have, uh, feel free to do so on our email or watch email.com dot um, or Facebook page as well. So, um, let me get started real quick here, Jeff. How, how have you been?
1: I've um, been pretty good. Um, just been, you know, uh, working and uh, doing a few things, trying to kind of uh, get some other jobs lined up and stuff like that. And my wife, uh, she's on her last half of this end end of her. Uh, degree stuff so she'll be finished up in maybe like four weeks so then that'll be it and she just submitted a uh uh, book idea to an agent in new york so we're kind of waiting to hear back from that and but yeah overall things are good uh the weather's cooled down in colorado finally so we have rain every day at least an hour or two a day and and a lot of wind so (laughs) <laughs> it's a nice weather.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. This storm is hitting uh, hitting Houston, and um, it's going to be raining this next week here. So we can definitely use the the rain. So I'm not going to complain about that
1: at all. But, and then also also been watching some uh, baseball just started. So I've been uh, been watching some of the Yankees a little bit. I think they might have won today. Um, they were they were up uh, by one uh, run at the end of the game against the nationals. So, uh, they had one more out left. I was watching that a little bit before we started and, uh, been playing ghost of Tsushima. Awesome. Awesome game. Anybody, uh, curious to try that out or if you, you've heard of it, uh, just go on our Twitch. I've been live streaming, uh, a few times a day, maybe, uh, every other day or so. And then, uh, and enjoying that kind of that's kind of the last big game before ps5's out so um, right, have, right. I'll, I'll be able to sink my teeth into that a little bit more and uh, i'm also probably next month i'll probably get mlb the show 20 um just because they dropped it in half so
0: oh nice right I know they've done a lot of deals uh, right now um on the playstation i noticed yeah i've seen you you know we have a watson's playbook twitch account it's Watson underscore playbook. I've noticed you have been putting a lot of the ghost of up there. I do. It's a game. I, I, this is the next game I'm going to get to try out. Uh, it looks really interesting. Um,
1: yeah. If anybody's, if anybody's a fan of like Assassin's Creed, if there's anybody a fan of any open world games or something like that. It's, it's different because it's like a, a old, like a samurai game, but it's challenging. Um, it's just a different kind of game. So if you're interested in things like that, exploring worlds and, and kind of playing something that's a little different uh, than you would normally probably play or normally uh, see in games, uh, check it out. It's really, really good. There's a lot of options. There's a lot of um, different ways you can play it. It's it's deep, but it's um, from the makers of an infamous games. I don't know if anybody's ever played those or not, but they're super good, high quality Uh, probably the last big PlayStation exclusive, uh, I would say, before PS5. So this is kind of the last swan song game here.
0: Right. Yeah, and um, I just went earlier and I downloaded... I bought the remastered of The Last of Us when it came out to the PS4. Um, And I just re-downloaded that on the PlayStation. I think I'm going to dive back into that, maybe uh, do the two games back-to-back. So... But I've been playing Call of Duty, and I need a sports game, man. I might get some uh, – well, I just downloaded NBA 2K20 last week as well. So mm-hmm. uh, it's basketball and everything. It's kind of, kind of picking it up in sports right now, NBA and MLB. Um, let's go ahead and jump into this segment. It's going to be called The Fifth Down. And if you want to know why it's called that, uh, you can reach out to us or you can actually look it up. Um, it's kind of interesting. But these are going to be five topics of the week. Things that have happened this week. It could be sports. It could be gaming. It could be um, anything. So um, our number, uh, number one right now is um, Dak Prescott. There's been a lot of questions with Dak Prescott going on to his contract and everything else. But 105.3, the fans, Brian Broadus, who is a professional scout um, and now works for the fan and talks uh, football, but he had sit down, had an interview with some former coaches and former staff mates, uh, staff members of the Dallas Cowboys. And he asked him a simple question of, do you think Dak Prescott wants to be in Dallas? And his question or the answer was, no, I do not. Um, so that was a big storyline this week here in Texas. You know, I live in Dallas or, or I live in Fort Worth. So um, that was a huge statement um and they also said that Dak Prescott from what he got out of those answers Dak Prescott was upset that they let Jason Garrett go which is another interesting topic as well um but there's been a lot of smoke um between Dak Prescott all the rumors between Dak Prescott and being happy with Dallas and Jerry Jones um questioning on if this is our guy there's got to be some fire
1: there in my opinion Jeff so what's your thoughts and opinions on that one um it, it, it's interesting because in a lot of ways, uh, that this, this has kind of been something that's been ongoing for a while. Um, I think in my opinion, Dak is, uh, this is going to be an ongoing situation. It's going to be going on all way into the season. Um, even going into probably off season, but next year, um, it it's just it all depends on what's going on. I think if the Cowboys go deep in the playoffs, possibly even go to a Super Bowl, <sighs> I think a deal would get done fast. Um, oh yeah, you if, belt, in Super uh, Bowl. Uh, oh, yeah. If they don't and they make the playoffs, or if they make they make the playoffs and they get bounced in the first game, as they tend to do, or it comes down to the last game and it's over. Um, and they don't make the playoffs, then then this is gonna be a long, a long stretch of back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Um the fact that he didn't like the firing of Jason Garrett, kind of kind of interesting. Uh will he like this new coach? I have no idea. It's still pretty new, but again, this we've been hearing about this for a while and this back and forth between them. If they didn't get they didn't get a deal done last year, I was very surprised that they were gonna get a deal done at all. And he would possibly get franchise tagged but yeah this uh for cowboy fans this is stressful <laughs> it
0: is stressful for those that believe Dak prescott is their guy and and a lot of questions there's a lot of cowboy fans that still believe that they don't know if Dak prescott's their guy so this could work out in their favor this is really um there's no more excuses for Dak prescott everyone blamed jason garrett and the, and the reason why they've been failing a lot Um, and holding Dak Prescott back. So with McCarthy coming in and look, I'm a a Green Bay fan, coach McCarthy was great in in Green Bay, that he should be able to have some success here in Dallas. I think he's really good at working with with quarterbacks. So I think Dak Prescott will will work good with him. And I ultimately think they get the job done this year um, as in having a successful season. I'm not expecting them to go to the Super Bowl, but I expect them to win enough where Dak Prescott, I believe, will have a contract um, at the end of the season going into the offseason next year. Um, let's jump into number two real quick here. Jamal Adams has been trash talking his way um, and trying to force his way out of New York. He played with the New York jets. Um, he's been trash talking his coach saying that he wasn't a leader. He doesn't know how to lead a team, um, which their coach is very iffy. I, 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 I probably believe Jamal on that one, but he's trying to force his way out of the New York jets um, he felt very disrespected. He said that that he felt like the general manager said that they were going to get a new deal done with him, um, but the Jets have not really pursued that and haven't given him a new deal. So yesterday, breaking news broke that Jamal Adams was traded to Seattle, and Seattle gave up a lot for him. And I think they gave up too much for him. They gave up two first round. They gave up a first round pick and a third round pick in 2021. They gave up a first round pick in 2020. Um, and the jets, uh, get back a fourth and, uh, uh, safety as in Bradley McDougal, which I don't know who he is. So I think Seattle gave way too much up for him. Um, to me is safety. The position of safety in the NFL is not going to, uh, really affect your game. It's not going to really pick the, the win or loss in in the column. So I I think giving up two first round picks, um, usually in my opinion, giving up two first round picks is usually for a quarterback that's going to come in and change your franchise. Uh, but they gave up quite a bit, and I think they overpaid for him. Jamal Adams is a really good player. Uh, he, he is probably the best at his position. But how much does a safety position affect the everyday games um is the question, and I don't think it affects it enough to be given up what they gave up for him. And I don't think Seattle was one piece away either from going to the Super Bowl. So uh, I think they were paid, but Jamal eventually got what he wanted.
1: Um uh, he, yeah he got what he wanted uh, i mean seattle gave up uh bradley McDougal. or no bradley mc is it was it what was this guy bradley bradley McDougal. yeah uh and then they also gave up a first round pick in 2021 third round pick in 2021 and a first round pick in 2022 um that's according to sources i didn't see the final breakdown of that trade but Uh, Looking at stat-wise, I mean, just in two years, uh, 2018-2019, one interception, one interception, so two interceptions, and then you have six-and-a-half sacks in 2019 uh, versus three-and-a-half sacks in 2018. So he got better there. Um, It looks like he may have missed some time in 2019 maybe. Um, But overall, though, I mean, stat-wise, I think – it makes sense, and to some degree, Seattle to get him, uh, they can. They're trying to build that defense back uh, to what it once was. Um, getting a young uh, safety, a strong safety, um, I think makes some sense. Uh, be interesting to see how they'll utilize him more or better than the Jets did. So they did give up. It seems like they might have given up a lot for him, but. It, I kinda trust Seattle. Seattle's typically makes makes pretty good decisions and choices. I don't think they're a a franchise to, to quickly jump the gun on something. They might have seen something that maybe even they wanted him, they just couldn't get him. Uh, that's a possibility as well. So um, yeah, I mean it is what it is. We'll see how that works out for them. I mean Seattle for uh, defense wise makes sense.
0: You know, I look at I look at it, like I said, I think they gave up too much and I, I do think Jamal Adams is gonna be- football player i'm not saying he's not um but to me this is a to me this is a win now type of um move and i i maybe they think they're in the option uh opportunity right now to win out but i, I don't think they are but when you got russell wilson you always have a chance to win a football game so
1: um yeah, that's true that's true and if, so, they, and if they're trying to build their defense up i kind of get it i mean i don't really see uh honestly a first round pick in 2021 well what, what would they if they made the playoffs what did what would that even mean you know so it would mean, I don't know, they'd lose. I mean, they, they would end up picking high any, or uh, pretty low in the draft anyway. So I don't really understand. I mean, I don't, I, I would see it as like, mm, I don't know, maybe maybe it doesn't really hurt them that much. It's kind of like if you had like the Chiefs trade for a first round pick, I mean, that'd be really low. They probably wouldn't really get that much. And they would probably end up trading that pick away anyway to kind of get more picks. So, um, Yeah. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. It's Seattle. Seattle's kind of a a coin flip every year. I mean. And the division's
0: up as well right now. Yeah. 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 It could go either way. It could hurt them really bad. I just think two first rounds for safety, like I said, it's not going to change Not safety, especially the strong safety position. He's not even a cover safety, which in my opinion cover safety is more important than your strong safety, but Jamal Adams is really good. So let's go ahead and jump in. Oh, go ahead. Sorry.
1: (laughs) Oh, no, we'll see. We'll see how it all works yeah. out. It'll be interesting to see how that unfolds.
0: Yeah, time will tell there. So uh, our number three on the list is the Redskins finally agreed to change their name. And it wasn't really, it was not their idea. Uh, they were forced to change their name. Amazon stopped selling their merchandise and a lot of other things. So the Redskins have changed their name. And it's, they're, for now, It's called they're going to be called the Washington football team. <laughs> and so it's kind of funny. Um, I think it's kind of, uh, raw, um, I, was, I think it's Rob Snyder who runs the Redskins. Um, and he, it's, I think it's just kind of like this, this kind of a funny middle finger to all those that want him to change his name because it's just the Washington football team. But there is no rush to to change the name, and it's actually kind of genius if you think about it. People are going to want to come out for this one season. I, I Heck, I kind of want to go out and buy a Washington football team shirt. I'm not a Washington fan, but that's just that, that that kind of funny, quirky type thing. They're going to make some money off that, and then when they do change their name to whatever it might be, they're going to get more merchandise sales there as well. So I think it's kind of smart, um, and, but it's also kind of funny as well.
1: Yeah, it's it's uh, it's funny. I talked to my dad. My dad's a big Cowboy fan, so I uh, talked to him about the name and he was just like you believe that i'm like i mean it doesn't bother me either way it's not a team that's it's not my team um, i'm sure it could probably bother a lot of people in washington that have been a diehard for a long time but i mean it's it's i didn't i didn't know if they would actually change the name this year it seems really fast uh it seems like something they would want to marinate on for a while just to kind of make sure that it's the right name and it's the and it makes sense. And it, it also they could kind of maybe uh, savor some of that old school um, Redskin uh, kind of theme uh, yet not being, a, you know, to them not being offensive or whatever. So, I mean, it's kind of odd to hear it called Washington football team. I, I was like, I was telling my wife, I, I said, you know, it, I still think there's going to be a lot of fans that just still refer to them as the Redskins. I, you know, because um, it's it's already ingrained, and I think yeah, they may change the name, but I do think that fans will still refer to them as that, even though it wouldn't that technically they wouldn't be called that anymore. Um, but it is, I mean, it is what it is. It it, it doesn't bother me because I don't, I have no dog in the fight, and it's not my team, right. and it's not even in my right. division, and it's not even in my conference, so. Um, yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see that. I'm actually more curious about the logo and how that will be different. Um, I heard that they're just going to basically have numbers on the side of the helmets this year. Um, yes. so that's interesting, but, uh, yeah, I think, I think it's going to be, it, there's going to be a lot of people buying Redskin stuff just to kind of get will. It, and, and have it. And then there's going to be a lot of people probably try to buy like Washington football team stuff. Um, to kind of see what that's about as well,
0: right? Because this all goes down; it's going to go down in history, and you can always remember that year in twenty twenty how it was all crazy, and there was the Washington football team. Yeah, um, I also didn't so
1: know great. that they were they were also Boston team.
0: Yeah, they originally came from Boston, so okay. I found that out the other day too, and I thought that was pretty interesting as well. Um, some of the names I've actually heard being spitting out for their next nickname is. Uh, the Washington Red Wolves, which I thought was pretty sick, they came out. I saw the little design that they because uh, with it, and I thought that's that's cool. I think that's my favorite one. Or that's the cool. Washington uh, Red Tails, um, so different things like that, and then they look pretty interesting. But they're going to keep that same color scheme of the uh, the red and gold, crimson oh, yeah. and gold, that oh, so, yeah. so that's not changing. Um, like I said, we really don't have a dog in the fight, me or you, so. It is what it is, but I think it's pretty smart, actually, because they were forced to change their name. I think it's pretty smart because they're going to get some extra cash off that. Oh, yeah, Um,
1: absolutely.
0: All right, number four is a NBA topic, and this just came down. uh, This happened a couple days ago, and we just got news just actually earlier today. I was looking up on my phone. So Lou Williams left the bubble of the NBA, and they're calling it the NBA bubble with all the coronavirus. They're down at Disney World and um he left there for i think a family emergency is what he said and they're allowing people to leave now from from what i understand if you leave the bubble and as long as you get tested every day for the coronavirus and test negative when you come back to the bubble you only have to be quarantined two days so you're not missing a lot of time um and all that stuff so but lou williams left from the clippers and went out and apparently was dumb enough jeff to go to a gentleman's club a strip club. And got caught with uh, someone took a picture of him, got caught. And then he came back to the bubble to an NBA investigation. And now I just saw that uh, like two hours ago on my phone that, that he will have to be quarantined for 10 days. So um, he's going to miss probably the start of basketball season starts, I believe, Thursday, or Friday, just next week. Um, sometimes next week, the Clippers do play the Lakers to open this thing up on the 30th. Um, so they could be missing Lou Williams. Which Lou Williams is a really good basketball player come off the bench for them. So I just think it's a dumb mistake. And those type of mistakes are things um, that could potentially um, end, this, end the NBA season if they have a lot of players doing these dumb things. Uh, it's going to take some real maturity for them to uh, not be going out and partying up. But they're living in a resort, Jeff, so I don't I don't see why, unless you have a family emergency, you would leave. They're living in a resort. It just—it's crazy to me. So it's insane to me.
1: It, yeah, I've heard the sto- I've heard a few stories about stuff like this happening. Uh, one in particular was like an Instagram model, um, with like you know there was like a I don't remember who what player it was, uh, and they invited her to the hotel. You know, and I'm just like okay. Um, it's yeah, dumb. It's it is. dumb it's, It is, it is. And honestly, the hotel should not allow anybody outside of the organizations, even in the hotel, uh, my personal opinion, um, period. So it's weird because these players have to not see their family for a while or they have to not see their, you know, friends for a while or whatever. But, I mean, you get paid a lot of money. You know, just do your job. It's only for a little bit. You're going right into the playoffs, basically, outside of the eight games, eight game, eight warm-up games, I'd like to call that. Um, and that's it, you know? Like, play your stuff. Get through the playoffs. If you win, awesome. If you don't, you get to go home early. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? It's just, it's, that's just is what it is. Just finish it out, and ne- next year may be different. You don't know, you know?
0: Yeah, I hope they. I've actually heard they're going to allow some of their family members to join them down there. So eventually, I'm not sure when that's going to take place. So, um, which I think is kind of a mistake if you're trying to keep everyone safe from the coronavirus. But also, you know, you understand that people miss their family, miss their kids, and all that stuff. So that's just something that the NBA has to work out. But I just think it's pure ignorance of Lou Williams to leave just to go to the strip club. I mean, maybe he was dealing with a family emergency, but to go out and do go to the strip club or wherever, um, knowing that you're putting everything else and everyone else at risk and the NBA and your team and everything else. I think it just, I just think it's a selfish uh, move on his point. But oh, I
1: mean, the other question also is why is the strip club open
0: <laughs> during all this, you know, like
1: how's that you're even right. possible?
0: So, well, you know, um, it's funny. I, I thought about that too, and 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 you know, here in Texas, we have a. Um, well, I don't know if it's all of Texas, but where I live in Fort Worth and Dallas have shut down all the bars. They've closed bars, and this last weekend, Saturday, yesterday, um, the bars opened up. They said, "Screw the rules." Um, some bars have opened up regard no matter what. So maybe it's like that type of decision, but I don't, I don't know. That's my first thought was what is a place like that even being open, uh, during this time. So, um, but it could have been just someone who says, you know, screw it, screw the rules. We're opening up. We got, we got malice to feed. It's just a, it's a whole complicated situation, but I just, it is,
1: you know, it's, it's just be smart. That's all. That's all. I mean, outside of right. what we talked about just now, like, that's all I have to say. It's just <laughs> come, on. come on now.
0: Right. Come on. Um, all right. Our our number five is interesting because major league baseball just started up. Um, it's great to have sports back in general, but the Toronto blue Jays were kicked out of Toronto. Toronto says, Hey guys, we're not going to let you play up here in your home. We're not going to allow teams to fly up here. We don't want to deal with it. So you're going to have to find another place to play. So they vetoed, they got, they got kicked out of their own home. Um, I don't even know if we can uh, call them the Toronto Blue Jays this year because they're not playing in Toronto. But then they had a agreement with the Pittsburgh St- uh, Pirates, not Steelers, the Pittsburgh Steelers, um, to to play in PNC Park. Um, the, everyone agreed on it except the governor of Pennsylvania said no. He vetoed that, and we had no clue. Toronto, where Toronto is going to be playing, where they're going to have to play every game on the road, which would be horrible for them, but they decided to play in a, um, uh, they're playing in Buffalo in a, uh, what is it? Uh, triple a ballpark, I believe. Um, so that's where the Toronto blue Jays, um, sorry, the blue Jays will be playing this season, the 60 games
1: this season. Uh, so the interesting part is, this is is obviously in my division, um, in my team's division and it's, I get it. Um, they don't want people, they're trying to eliminate as much travel as possible. Right. Uh, getting on an airplane, uh, you know, and then also te- other teams travel as well. They're trying to eliminate they, that, not only just for Toronto themselves, the team, but also the Yankees and the Red Sox and Tampa. And it's bad enough we have to travel to Tampa. I, I, I don't, I still think that's kind of weird, but. Um, you know, it is what it is, and the way that they structure the season, I think, is going to be very critical because uh, they're going to try to. It's this 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 balance you have to have where you if if let's say for example the Yankees are in Tampa, the chances are they're going to stick down there for a little bit longer. They're not going to co- that go from Tampa then go to Boston or Tampa then go to California. You know, so it's different because in the regular, in a regular situation. Yeah. They would probably go from, you know, Tampa play three games and then go to uh, Texas, you know, and then from Texas go to Seattle. Right. And and it's, you see that a lot. So uh, they're trying to eliminate that. And I get it. It doesn't, it doesn't bother me a little bit. It just, it's kind of interesting because it would be interesting to see them play in a AAA park uh, in, in, in Buffalo. So but right, there'll, no, be, a no, lot, there'll be a lot more, there'll be a lot more Yankee fans there. That's for sure. So that's uh, right. Right. That'll be interesting. So that that, based, that based game. <laughs> so.
0: Right. Well that, and they should be used to the weather because it's pretty close to uh, um, Toronto up there North. I don't know how close they are together, but you know, the weather is just about the same.
1: Yeah. It's not um, so far. Yeah, it's pretty-
0: so that last topic there is going to help us merge on over into our main topic. And our main topic is how is corona going to affect the different sports the different leagues how is it going to um affect them and that number five on the and the fifth down there leads right into it because that was something that the Toronto blue jays had to overcome because of corona and the schedule of mlb um so i figured we'd go into each sport and kind of give our own opinions on why or what looks different or what's going to change and uh, let's go ahead and start with MLB since we were just talking about Toronto Blue Jays. They're playing in the Buffalo this year. Um, so the major league baseball has come out they're going to do a 60 game season. Um, so it's way shorter because regular baseball season is 162 baseball games. So they've cut 102 games. We're going to have a 60 game season. They've changed up um, really all around the map of who you're going to play this year. They changed things up that way. Uh, my favorite thing Jeff is because they've added Um, My favorite thing is that they've added two more playoff teams. So there's going to be eight teams um, going to the playoffs this year. And that helps me out, Jeff, because I feel like my team, the Texas Rangers, uh, even though they're going to be bad this year, um, I believe they can still make playoffs because of the shorter season and the extra eight games or eight teams that we're going to see. Um, Well, not the extra eight teams, but eight teams going to the playoffs that we're going to see that helps my team out. Um, I know the Yankees, you're a Yankee fan. Um, they have a good shot this year, man, it, it, you know, barring injury. Um, but how, how, how do you think this favors them, the 60 game season and,
1: and all that stuff? Um, it's kind of a double-edged sword. Um, it's nice cause it's, it kind of would eliminate, um, a lot of slumping maybe, or where it's like, you don't, I mean, a lot of I've been hearing too that it's very possible some of these players could play all 60 games um, uh, potentially, maybe, you know, minus a few, but mostly 60 games easy because it's so short. Um, usually in baseball, it's like they'll play 20 games and then they'll have a rest. You know, you'll rest in a few players in between and, and mix them, you know, like, uh, you know, rest judge and, you know, put a, a bring in a, you know, Guy off the bench, he can play outfield. Judge gets a rest for a few games. Bring him back. You know what I mean? Cycle through. But um, and the same thing with like uh, bullpens. um, Man, it's possible that just it's people could go on. You know, certain bullpen players play for probably. I don't know. They could probably play for. They could probably pitch four days in a row. You know, it's very possible because the way the season is kind of short but uh it's kind of wracking because if you start to lose four games five games one series two series three series uh in a row you're handcuffed now with this new playoff thing where they are allowing 16 teams uh i think it's 16 teams uh in total right it's kind of nice but there's a little there's some caveat to that as well there is a little Um, I don't know where it's like, Okay, for example, uh, aren't they aren't they eliminating six game series or five game series or whatever it is in the first round? I, I think it's three games.
0: I believe I believe so.
1: Yeah. So that's that's a big that's a big, big one a big difference because you lose that one game and you're like, Oh, well there's that. (laughs) That's kind of a big deal, you know? So um, losing one game is basically like losing game five, you know, and then you're like, great. Now we're on the ropes for two games. Um, But again, I think a lot of people will be arrested. I think you could do a lot more interesting things throughout the season where you're, you know, you could have your bullpen out there and just mow people down uh as much as you want and then you kind of make sure and smartly use your your starters in a way where they're not going to get hurt um it's, it's kind of cool it's kind of cool but again it's there's a give and take i get it and it's awesome and i'm just glad that it's here um but it's they're set it up to where the end of the season would actually end at the time it would normally end you know what I mean? Like, yeah. including playoffs, including World Series, it would end in September or around October, sorry, and not bleed into November. And I was thinking it was going to bleed into November. I'm like, we haven't seen that since 9-11 happened. I mean, that was right. that year when baseball went into November. Um, So, um yeah, man, it's 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 different, man.
0: <laughs> All right, and and, it, and it's it's actually funny because when I was writing my bullet points down to talk about the different sports, I actually came up with some really. I came up with some positives for the Major League Baseball out of it more than any anybody else. Like to me, a lot of a lot of fans and, and baseball's having that that the struggle right now. Uh, um, uh, well, everyone's having the struggle right now, but they're having the struggle of gaining fans. They they've been looking ways to maybe change the game up a little bit to become more popular. And to me, this might this could help them in that way, because a lot of people don't like to watch baseball because, they're you know, they say it's slow or boring or it's 162 games. I don't have to watch half the season. Um, but this 60 game season could potentially have more viewers, um, not only because it's shorter season, but because it's sports. And right now we don't have anything to watch as sports fans, So we're all tuning into it and it might actually help them gain some people, gain some fans. Uh, maybe they want to shorten the season, maybe where the games mean more, maybe to an 80 game or a hundred game season, um, or at least 120, something like that, that could come out of this. I'm not saying it will, um, it could come out of this. And I think that that might help baseball get more fans, um, and more viewers. So what, what's your opinions on that? Do you think I'm far off
1: from there? Or? I, oh, it's kind of already happened a uh, little bit. Um, the first game to start the season off, we saw, uh, we saw the uh, nationals play New York. Um, they had the kind of the ring ceremony and, and all that. Um, Fauci I think threw out the first pitch, which is interesting. I was like, <laughs> did why, did pre- did why, why, did, why did the president throw the first pitch? But um did you watch which is, did you watch that?
0: Oh it's horrible. He he was almost yeah. worse than his <laughs> yeah.
1: so, well, I mean <laughs> he's a, he's a, he's an old guy. I'll give him, I'll he's, give him- he's, he's eighty. Yeah, you gotta give him – yeah, he's <laughs> eighty years. He's eighty
0: years old, so you know.
1: Um but so, I mean, outside of that, it was it was kind of odd to not see that tradition because, I mean, I think the president throwing the first pitch was like a tradition for like one hundred and something years. Um, so it's kind of weird to not see that. But um, it, it they actually had a lot more viewers. They had more viewers watching that game than they've had opening day since 2011. So a lot of that is there hasn't been any sports, which is kind of good. It's helping them out, actually, um, being one of the first sports out the gate. Um, it's kind of helping them out. So I do think that they're going to have a lot more viewers um, throughout the season. And, you know, it may I think I think it will help because they'll have more viewers during the season before football and, and them and ba- them MLB and basketball and, and uh, NBA will basically have um They'll be kind of playing alongside each other, but I think that's good because both those those organizations definitely need more eyes on them, and they will definitely get more eyes on them for sure. Um, and then once football happens, by the time that happens, playoffs will be started. So that, that will be even more so more eyes because obviously those are more intense games. So
0: Right. And, and to me, uh, um, baseball is probably the easiest sport to kind of, you know, it's the easiest sport to help with the pandemic going on. Um, you can social distance more in baseball. You're not there's not a lot of contact between each other. Um, I watched a Grange game the other day when the person gets on first, they put they have mask on and stuff like that. So I think the percentages of baseball getting through um, and finishing the season to me is probably I'm going to say it's pretty. It's probably high. It's probably I think I think it's around eighty percent that they we're going to finish the season sixty games without any shutdown for Major League Baseball. Um, what is the percentage you would give it of, a, of, the, of being a successful season?
1: About the same. I would say about the same. They've done a lot of rule changes. Um, like, for example, extra innings. They, they're putting a person on on uh, second base. Um, oh, wait. is It allow? yeah, it's, it's an extra innings rule allows clubs right. to have a runner placed on second base. So that actually might be something that they will do for a – here on out i think what people need to understand is that a lot of these things that they're trying to do you're going to see them implement that at some point soon if
0: um, i'm not mistaken jeff real quick on that I, I think that's a rule they've already implemented before the coronavirus actually took place i believe that's something that they've already put in if i'm not mistaken i believe okay. that's something that they did to to kind of make the games faster um, okay. So it's not really a rule for Corona, but it's something that was taking place this season. and We've we've seen that already,
1: but continue. Okay. Uh, chewing gum uh, is also one you do not seeing anything of. Uh, spitting items out, sunflower seeds, stuff like that. Um, <laughs> yeah. You don't see that very often, which is kind of weird, because, I mean, typically, especially sunflowers, you see it all the time. All the time. Um, and then... Uh, um, it also talks about wet rags I know pitchers tend to lick their fingers with the with the ball yeah. so now they have to have a moist uh, rag um, and wipe the their fingers and then uh, mess with the ball so and I know they're swapping the baseballs in and out periodically all um, right they're gonna use more of them this season oh yeah oh yeah um, other than that it you know it's kind of it's you're your, kind of your your' Typical stuff, uh, uh, I think the umpires have like a protective mask, and they're wearing a mask, so it's like this kind of double thing. And then, um, you know, players, I don't see them wearing masks very often. I wonder if that's an option. I do know there was a player who said they were going to wear a mask the whole time. Um, yeah,
0: it's it's more for like uh, when a runners on on base and you're trying, you know, at first base and you're trying to, um, you know, keep make sure he's not going to take a big lead. The first baseman uh, will put a put a uh, uh, mask on. I believe the runner has to put a mask on too. Certain things like that. But I think uh, I think because baseball is not such a contact sport that they can get quite a bit um, away with a lot of other things, really. So I think they're set up for success, um, and we might see some more positives come from this. For major league baseball
1: is uh was the DH situation is that something that that was different because I know that now right now they have uh, both leagues have DHs. Yeah,
0: that's something. No, that's something that was t- um, that was coming regardless of the virus. Okay. Um, I did I didn't know if that was this year or not. I knew I thought it was going to be next year, but I'm glad personally the DH is being put in both leagues because no one wants to see a pitcher hit so i um, i know some a lot of people hate that but i, I really like that aspect of it um so they those are ways though that they're trying to change the game to make it more entertaining Um, to get more viewers Um, but to me I I grew up loving baseball and I think it's something that you 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 know you you probably grow up with your family your dad and they get you into baseball it's just kind of like um, it's just it's just what you do and uh, I'm hoping I can get my girls to watch baseball eventually and keep that keep that tradition continuing but let's go ahead and um, let's jump on into the NBA here as they have actually started um, scrimmage games they don't start till the 30th I believe it's the first game like we mentioned, but <clears throat> so they're in what they call the bubble, and uh, they're down in Walt Disney World playing down in Florida. Um, they were forced to stop um, a little over halfway. They were almost three fourths of the way through their season, and we had a shutdown, the NBA shutdown for four months, Jeff. Four months. That seems like quite a bit of time. Um, to me, they so baseball had a really, I gave them a really high percentage of finishing the season. But to me, the NBA has the ability to control a lot of everything that's going to happen because everyone's in one area of the country. They can control with the rules and regulations, a lot of different things um, as possible. Um, unless, unless Lou Williams and people like that are selfish and go do stupid things, but they can control a lot of what's going on there. Um, but basketball is still a, a you know pretty physical sport. A lot of hand, a lot of contacts, um, and everything else. So, uh, they have some rules in place there, uh, for being tested. And if you leave the bubble, you have to be tested daily and they're doing daily testing and believe in the bubble. So a lot of things are going on down there. And, uh, I, I but I think they have, uh, the, the best controllable environments out of any other sports cause you're not traveling anywhere and they can put a lot of, uh, um, they can put a lot of regulations and things like that to try to can keep the coronavirus from entering um, Disney World down there. So, uh,
1: Yeah, I think it's um, it's going to be interesting. I saw the, the uh, pictures of the courts and the lobbies and stuff. Um, yeah, I think it's uh, for that for practice, I think, right?
0: Yeah, well, they're scrimmage games. And to me, they look a lot like they remind me of kind of like the Olympic courts that you would see. When, when we went over there and played in the Olympics and we, we, we played, you know, France or whatever, they, they kind of the courts seem to look just kind of like that. Um, so yeah. I, I think they actually did a pretty good job of setting things up like that. Um, and I don't think it looks that bad.
1: No, it's interesting, though, I think. Um, I mean, and there there's a lot of interest. Like- Kind of cool things they're working on as well a lot of people will like and i know me myself i was like how is this gonna work with like nobody out there to be quiet they're actually piping in um through the pa system crowd noise now basketball i don't know yet we basketball technically starts the end of next week yeah right? yeah they okay. have it um that's already so the first with baseball they're using MLD the show and the crowd noise that they've recorded for an show, and they're piping it into the stadiums, and it sounds awesome. Dude. It's so good. It's so good.
0: Yes, I had something I meant to talk about when we we're talking about baseball, but I forgot about that bet. Yeah. It sounds, it sounds like a regular baseball game uh, when you're watching it, and um, it sounds, it sounds like the announcers are exactly in the stadium, which they're doing it um, from home, I believe. But um, it sounds like a regular watching regular baseball game, and there's not a lot of miss. Um with there. And, and one thing real quick, let's let, I forgot to bring it up. This is my bad. uh Before we go back to the NBA here, what do you think about the, 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 cardboard cutouts? Cause you can actually get a picture of yourself, send it in. They'll put a cardboard cutout of yourself in the stadium to kind of look like the fans are back in the seat. So I thought that's pretty cool. Uh, idea.
1: It is. It's a little, to me, I, <laughs> it's, The only time I've seen it really was uh, I think I watched some of the Ranger highlights or whatever, because they have the new ballpark, which is kind of interesting. You have a new ballpark, but yet nobody can go there. Um, Yes. (laughs) So the cardboard cutouts that are sitting behind home plate is the ones I saw. And I was like, it's I get it, but it's kind of weird to me, a little creepy. Um, They're not moving. (laughs) It's it's, kind of like a, a mannequin that's like sitting there. Um, but it, I mean, if, if you want to get the fans involved, I mean, why not? You know? Um, but you know, I think
0: it's, I think it's, uh, I think it's a pretty cool idea. It's, and uh, that, uh,
1: it's creative. I'll say that it's a right. creative way <laughs> to include the fans and, and make it seem like the game's there. I've also seen, um, I don't know if you've heard this, uh, have, have you heard that they've been piping in also digital fans?
0: I have heard they're going to do this. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, I, yeah. I think it's an interesting idea as well. I think that's that's uh, sounds like some type of futuristic type oh. stuff.
1: So, into my my opinion, I think they're they're using video games to help this. Oh, I they think probably they're are. Pip- I think they're piping in the crowd from MLB the show. They're piping in obviously the crowd noise from MLB the show. I think MEA is going to do the exact same thing um, with uh, 2K. I think they'll take the audio they get from the crowd from 2K and they'll pipe it into the games.
0: See, I, and I didn't know they were using the show uh, I didn't know that so that's pretty cool uh, that they're doing that and and um, that that's just freaking awesome but like I said when we were watching it when I was watching baseball last night um, it just seemed like seemed like nothing was missing on all honesty so yeah um, but let's jump back into base or basketball here if you got anything left for there that the courts look great I think they're, I think they're going to be able to um, make it seem what somewhat like a normal Atmosphere. um I think the weirdest thing for all these sports is when you win the championship, because <laughs> no yeah. fans there. There's yeah. no, you know, it's just going to be, you know, just the team. But um, that's going to be an interesting aspect of it as well. And um, and a lot of times these these a lot of times these players feed off that energy that's in the crowd, right? They feed off the energy and it's in the and whether they're pitching on the mound, they just struck someone out. They're super stoked or. Uh, lebron james you know makes a big huge dunk or a big shot they feed they play off that energy they can, that's they, i think that a lot of times is how they feed into the, the they can feel that momentum and everything so that could be missing this year and that's something that sucks but uh, something that these players are going to have to fight through
1: i mean you can you can um mess with audio um these these places have like insane sound systems but um there's one thing that is, would be missing and that's the feel of it. Like um, right. a lot of people say they can feel the reverberation of the crowd and the stomping of the feed and the, um, you know, waving of the towels or whatever it is, and that's not going to be there. So if they can kind of move that out of their head and, and just listen to the crowd that they're, the audio they're putting in, um, it, it may or may not, you know, it make, it, it will help. So
0: Right. I don't, um, I don't know what it's going to sound like in there is on the courts and everything else and try and make it feel somewhat as normal for them and the basal players. And um, the one sport we have not yet to see is the NFL because it has not started yet. We go into the NFL and they've already come out and said no preseason games. They first chopped it down to two and now there's no preseason. Uh, so you're not going to be able to see those rookies that you just picked up. Um, on, on draft and in, in the draft, you're not gonna be able to see these rookies play a couple, couple, uh, scrimmage games at least. I wanted to see Jordan love get some playing time in green Bay. I won't be able to see that Jeff and that that's a pain in the butt. There's, um, there's, it, it's going to affect roster spots. Um, you get those preseason games in the, and your, and your camp, um, which I think the camps even been shortened. The camp and the, and the preseason games to fill out your roster and you're going to have guys that that should be on teams, but they missed their chance because they didn't get a chance to prove um, themselves in the preseason. So and I know a lot of fans, like including myself, I don't like the preseason games because there's just a lot of just it seems pretty boring and blah, blah. blah. But these coaches need that time to really figure out who's going to be on your team. Um, and it gives those players an extra couple of games to try to fight for a position. So you're going to see players that's, that are just going to be SOL this year that might not be on a team or a practice squad and any of that stuff, because those preseason games are gone.
1: They'll, we'll just go to the XFL, right? <laughs> oh. <laughs> or they'll just go, it, to the a, they'll go to the it's AFL. It, yeah. um, uh, no, it's in, it, They'll probably do more scrimmage games. That's the only thing I could think of is how you would be able to. But I can tell you right now, if you're a low seed pick, I mean, if you're in round seven, eight, I mean, you're in trouble. So you really, 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 at that point, have to really stand out. You you have to make some amazing plays and show up a lot of veterans, maybe, uh, that are going against you and make a name for yourself. And it happens sometimes. I mean, take a look at... um, uh, for the Broncos. I mean, take a look at, um, oh, the running back. I'm trying to think of his name. Anyway, uh, he was a walk on, um, Philip Lindsay. And I yeah, know. he was a walk on. Nobody, nobody, he didn't even get drafted. So he went on the team, made a name for himself, and then he made a name for himself. I mean, it's, you know, it is what it is. So if you're that good, if you're good, and you're going to make it. Um, I think if you're not, if you're okay, you might get. Put on the back practice squad, and then who knows? If somebody gets hurt, somebody gets COVID. Um, it gives you an opportunity to to shine when maybe you were overlooked. So it sucks, but it's kind of the way it is right now, and it's just, you have to. We have to adapt to it. Everybody does.
0: Right, and uh, they're all going to go through the same thing. So, but um, one interesting thing that some teams have that others don't, that they have to fight, is like the Dallas Cowboys, who do have a new head coach. Um, they're trying to into, uh, bring in their own new system. Um, so you're going to see less of them being able to practice that system. That could cause issues. You got uh, Tom Brady going to the Buccaneers. He's got to learn a whole new system. Um, he's got to get that down. So that brings a new element into it. And uh, But one huge element of this, Jeff, and it's going to affect every team, and especially it's going to affect my team, and it sucks, is because of the loss of revenue, it's going to affect the cap space. They're, they're talking about the cap space is going to drop down instead of go up. It's going mm. to affect the teams being able to keep players and, and um, that they were going to be able to keep. Green Bay, in, my, in, in specific terms, we have a lot of people coming up next year between free agents, a lot of people that we would like to keep. We we, we don't have. We already don't have a lot of cap space. This is going to hurt it more. I think that could be the one of the biggest outcomes of this, is if your cap space drops – um, I think they were talking about it dropping 175 million for each team, um, or the cap space dropping 175 million, and teams are going to lose um, some money there. So that's frustrating. That is really frustrating for me. I, I, the Green Bay Packers have to sign these guys. Um, I don't know where the cap space of the Denver Broncos and some other teams, but um, that sucks. It's just one of those things that we're going to deal with. But uh, you could team could lose out on a guy, a potential star that you would want to keep and he goes somewhere else because they have a better cap situation than you do and because of COVID.
1: Well, I will say this much Um, in terms of like the top five teams right now with the best cap space, we have Browns, Washington, Bengals, Titans, and Lions. That's the top five Um, with, I guess, the most wiggle room, right? Um, yeah, Cowboys not good shape. Uh, nine million. Um, yeah. I mean, Patriots, eight million, not really good shape. Chiefs, definitely not in good shape, especially after signing my homes. Um, yeah, I mean, Broncos are sitting at 13, we're at 17 million, and that's after, and it's and that's current. That's this is as of July 25th, 25th so. Broncos are sitting at 17. It's not great. It's not perfect. It's not like the Browns, but um, it's better than, than, you know, I mean, the Cowboys nine uh, Packers, I think y'all are a bit uh, at 18. Y'all are about 11 million. It's not too bad, but yeah, if it drops down, it will affect those that, that, that space as well for sure. Um, Yeah. I mean, the Cowboys are in trouble there for sure. And I, and I've seen, uh, where uh, is it? It's a news article here on the side here. Uh, Dallas Cowboys might be in a tight salary cap situation come 2021, and they will. You know, this is going to affect that Prescott. <laughs> People,
0: it will affect the contract. <laughs> the contract. Yes, it will. Um,
1: yeah, it's COVID. It's 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 taken it's taken a lot of things uh, by storm. Um, uh, we were talking about rules and stuff. They can't. They also in the NFL can't change jerseys. They've uh, they've gotten rid of that.
0: No Georgia swaps. Nope.
1: Richard Sherman Uh, is on Twitter uh, expressing his frustration with that, saying we can't do that, but yet we're allowed to tackle. I don't know. (laughs) Richard Sherman's (laughs)
0: always (laughs) That seems a little (laughs) hypocritical.
1: Richard Sherman's yeah, he's outspoken all the time. So, but um, but yeah, yeah, it's 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 yeah. I mean, I don't know any other rule changes they're implementing into the NFL. Um, um
0: no. the, uh, one of the, one of the rule changes that they made is if you, if your stadium allows you to go as a fan, um, you will have to wear a mask to attend the football game. So, um, I have no problem with that. Some people throwing a fit or wearing a mask. That's one thing that's changed. Um, the Lambeau field. Okay. Lambeau field holds 81,000 fans, Jeff. They are only going to allow 10 to 12,000 fans. So that's a big drop. So. That's a huge drop. Um, I don't know if other stadiums have come out and said anything yet, um, but that's Lambeau Field. Have you heard anything on uh, – of, of I haven't heard anything here of, of Jerry World and what's going to happen there. Have you heard anything about your Denver Broncos? How many fans are going to be able to attend this season Have they come out with anything like that?
1: Um, I'm going to look that up right now because <laughs> I'm not sure –
0: Like I I don't think a lot of people have yet because they're still kind of wait to see which way the tide turns uh, with this coronavirus and everything going on. But but Green Bay has been outspoken on it. Um, They they missed a lot of the camp that that they could have shown up to, and I think they 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 didn't show up to
1: that some of it. So um, Um, I mean, it's they're waiting. I think Uh, you know Forbes has an article talking about it and mostly talking about. they're they they they're facing a huge loss in revenue if fans can't attend games in 2020. Um, if they if they do, yeah, it's like $162 million. That's a big chunk. Um, gone. But
0: uh, I, think, uh, I think the Cowboys, I heard it was, they're going, if they can't allow fans in the stadium, I believe it was like $3 billion, I believe, um, that Jerry Jones is going to lose out on this year. That's huge. Um, so,
1: Gotta sell that yacht back. <laughs> I to to fit that yacht. Uh, anyway. so
0: I said gonna have to put that yacht back. Yeah, no, we oh, it, yeah. It, it's it's going to affect different teams different ways and um like that as far as attendance and I Green Bay's you know, they have great attendance every game and they sell out. Um but my thing with Green Bay, it's kind of crazy because you know it's it's really hard to get on the season ticket list up there. And how are they going to decide who gets those tickets if you're only allowing ten thousand fans? And what ten thousand fans that have season tickets are going to be the lucky um, number, or, or how many games going to be able to go to? So that plays effects. You know, I,
1: I wonder. Lives, so. I wonder if it would if it would be grandfather Dan and they determine how long their tickets have been. Um, I'm sure there's a lot, but I'm I mean maybe it's the length the length the length that they've had them, maybe. Um you could determine that way, like if they've had it since day one and their family's been season ticket holders from the inception of the team. Yeah, that would say that they probably have seniority, you know, to get tickets. But um I don't know, man. That seems like a really tricky situation. I don't know how they're gonna do it, but yeah, they're definitely gonna have fans. Oh yeah, they're definitely going to have a trick in order to get that many fans. But I think all teams are going to have to dance to try to see how many uh, how many tickets they're going to actually give out, and how many tickets are going to be for sale, and how many people they're going to allow at the stadiums. So it's right. That's a, that's a okay. tough pass.
0: Like I said, I think it's smart to kind of wait and see which way the tides turning when football season starts, and are they going to start on time and all that stuff. But one other thing that came out the other day that we haven't even talked about yet. And it's pretty huge. Chiefs starting right guard, uh, Laurent Dernovey, is the first player to opt out of the season. That's their starting guard to to protect Patrick Mahomes. And he is not playing this year, Jeff. Um, He has refused to play, and I understand it. You know, um, I I did a podcast um, a little while ago talking about the player's safety, and if they do not feel safe playing, we cannot be mad for them and mad at them we're not playing and actually Patrick McHolmes came out and said he stood by his right guard's decision. Um, so how many other players are going to come out and refuse to play? Um, that plays a big role into this. We've already seen it in baseball where some, some big name pitchers have decided to, to not play. Um, so all that plays an aspect into it. Do you, I don't know um, who else will step up and say they're not playing, but uh, that's an interesting aspect of this as well. Um, yeah you, know, you want your, your whole team to be there obviously, but some might might not and, and, and especially a starting player
1: well I think the problem is also that the the, the, the in terms of the bubble for uh, NFL is they're not allowed to see their family the entire time and same with NBA I would assume um, I would say the same thing with baseball I'm not quite sure how their how theirs works um, but the fact that you're not going to be able to see your family members if uh, some of these players like I think JJ not JJ watt. Um, I think it was, uh, the angels, um, the one they say is like the best player of all time, uh, that plays in the angels. I'm trying to think of his name, Brian, Mike Trout, yeah. Mike Trout. So Mike Trout was not going to play. Now he is going to play, but, um, his wife's supposed to have a baby. You right. Know, how does that work? You know, does White it
0: mm-hmm. that, that yeah, play so. into his decisions and then he did come out and say he will play,
1: But I mean, when the when the baby's born, it's like, what do you do? You know, you leave. You know, like, so it's and same thing with in NFL. I'm sure there's a lot of players in that same situation where it's like, well, you know, if I'm in the middle of the season and I'm not allowed to go outside this area, if I leave because my wife has a kid, what are you gonna ban me? Are you gonna find me? Are you gonna tell me not to come back anymore? Uh, or am I going to have to go get a bunch of tests before I come back? By that point, the season might even be over. Like, you know, it's just, who knows?
0: Right now, I don't know about to you, but they were talking, I heard this on sports radio the other day and they were talking about football and because there hasn't been any talk about what they're going to regulate and how they're going to regulate things. A lot of this is going to fall on, um, the player's maturity, Um, It's going to fall on their shoulders to take responsibility for their actions. And I don't know about you, Jeff, but I don't feel comfortable with some of these football players um, because a lot of them can't stay off marijuana to play football. A lot of them go out and do stupid things all the time. Um, DUIs, they do all this stuff. And we hear it in the news. it's, it's It's all the time. So I don't know how you're going to tell me that they're going to, for one season, tone all that back and hold all that back. Um, to continue to play football um, because as far as I know, they're still going to be traveling to different stadiums um, and, and doing all this stuff. I'm pretty sure they're going li- to try and limit to where they go after the game, but you're going to have a lot of players break those rules. Dak Prescott, I don't remember. I don't, okay. I don't keep trying to bring up the Dallas Cowboys, like Dak Prescott got into a bunch of trouble with, with Zeke Elliott throwing parties at their house when this whole lockdown in Texas was supposed to happen. Right. Um, that was going on, and that's not. That's not even in the season. So the season starts. You're going to have players. You're going to have rookies that are making all these money now. They're going to go out. There's. It just. That's why to me, um, the football season. I do not feel very good about it. I don't feel. Um, I don't know if we're going to have a football season. I don't know if they're going to be able to finish the football season, especially their second spike. And I would give the NFL my percentage for the NFL to finish their season. And, um, without stopping and have a full season this season, I'm going to put it at Jeff, I'm going to put it at 30%. Okay. I think, I think there's so many factors from what we've heard, um, that they're going to have to deal with. And they, and, and maybe that's yet to come. Maybe they haven't come out with much about how they're going to control things, um, and control things when you're traveling. Maybe they do try and cut a couple games in the regular season. Um, but we haven't heard anything like that yet. So I do not, I just don't feel comfortable um, giving it a high percentage of actually being successful. And my terms for successful is just finishing the season and, and having a champion at the end of it. Um, what are, what are you, what are your thoughts on the NFL and, and how comfortable do you feel with the NFL season to be able to be a successful one?
1: Um, I'd give it a 50, 50, honestly. Mainly because I I think there's a lot of um, uh, the NFL is very meticulous about how they do things. Are they they are a lot of people think they're they'll they'll they think I think a lot more like what do we do? What do we do? You know, kind of thing. Um, There's a lot of smart people in the NFL in terms of coming up with creative solutions to a problem. So, I mean, I think they'll be able to do it now if there's a second spike and maybe let's say half of a team gets it. Then, no. I think they're going to shut it down at some point. But, um, gosh, it's hard, to, it's hard to play the number on that because mostly that's just... Lot I mean, just the, just the fact that they're going to play an entire season and if nobody goes to a stadium that's $160 million lost, if they even play half the season and then no, nothing's played at all at that point, that's even more of a loss. So... Yeah, that's kind of, yeah, I'd say 50-50. I think there's a chance they'll be all right if they're smart. Uh, I think that if they do find players that are are finding, I don't know how NBA was doing it, but if they do find players that are not minding the rules, well, then I would just, I would say, look, you're banned for two games, you know, and you're going to go get tested. And, you know, if you come back uh, positive, you're out for the season
0: right and they they, i mean they have to be they have to draw that line in the sand and really put their foot down on this if they want to um continue because you you have a lot of men in in the in your locker room uh in the nfl um you got you know not only that you got refs and you got all these people um and the, the training staff and everything that goes into it uh it's just a lot of people and it's a lot of unknown um and maybe we will see some type of regulations come down from the nfl when when the season gets closer um the, the regulations they gave coaches for the training camps and things like that we've already had coaches saying what they've asked us to do is physically impossible so uh, that's not a good look it's not a, it's not to give you a lot of good comfort feeling for it so i, I think out of all the, all the sports right now that are going on i i do not feel comfortable like i said 30 percent. i don't think we're going to finish the NFL season. Um, and, and then and then it brings back into these questions that I tried to talk about a couple weeks ago on the podcast is, what do they have in place, Jeff, if a player does get the coronavirus? What's going to happen? And that's a lot of unanswered questions that we don't know. Um, <clears throat> maybe they'll break it down for us. Um, but that's just some questions that leaves me really uneasy on how I'm going to feel about this season for my football team. And, I mean, are we going to be – is it going to be worth it? Is, is it going to be worth it to go through all this just for one year? Um, I don't know. I don't know.
1: Well, I mean, a lot of this is just kind of these 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 sports franchises are just going kind to of wing it, you know, and I think we may not know all the answers right now, but um, it's going to be one of those wait and see moments where it's like, well, you know, like. If if half the pa- I'm not gonna just attack the Patriots, but if, if half of the Patriots get coronavirus, it's like okay, what do we do? Do we just say, well, y'all yeah. can't play a game, like you know, or at
0: the forfeit the game?
1: Yeah, like wh- you know, what do you do there? I mean, it's gonna be a wait and see, man. It's 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 so weird because we're in this weird time where it's like we want all these sports to happen and and, and they're gonna happen, but how are they going to handle a situation if it gets bad so
0: right and, and and college football too it's a wait and see uh some some schools have come out and said they're canceling all sports so some schools yeah i heard i'm going, going heard to play yeah but,
1: the the big the big boys are going to play but it's the smaller schools i think that are saying no we're done we're not going to do anything
0: Right. Is that right. Um, I believe so. I mean, some some still are some small schools that's come out and said they're not playing any sports. Some small schools said they're going to play football. Um, some the big name players or the big name uh, schools probably will play as long as we uh, the NCAA lets them. I, I think there will be a season. Um, will there be fans? I don't know. There's just a lot of questions going into that as well. Um, so I, I don't know, but uh, the biggest thing is, and a lot of people don't know this or that college football brings in so much revenue for their schools. It pays for all the other schools or not all the other schools, sorry, all the other sports at that particular school, it pays for it. So if you don't have college football um those other sports are going to be hurting if you even have those other sports or the next season comes up you're missing out on that revenue that's going to affect other sports just just because football alone uh may not have a season or because some schools are going to opt out so that's something that's interesting to look forward to i think they're only doing conference games this year in the ncaa um so it's going to leave less traveling and stuff like that so um, but, uh, yeah, college football is even being affected and, um, sports in general are, uh, trying to find a way to maneuver through so we can, um, go back to somewhat of a, of a, um, normal yeah. Life, yeah, normalcy, and so that we can employ people that work, um, and, and then, you know, and all these sports and, and stuff like that. So,
1: well, it's also, answers. it's, it's also, uh, I told my wife that it's also people working there at the place, like these people don't have jobs, you know, that some of these people, they'll have like a regular job during off season, but during a regular season, that's what they do. Like they, they have their, they have a business. Some of these places, they also hire mom and pop, uh, like food truck people that come out to the, to the, uh, front of the stadium, or they have their own thing inside stadium that they sell that are like, Yeah. yeah. And, and they're little, little organizations they are not part of the big scheme of it all i mean they pay for the um space there to to sell what they you know they make and I mean, that's like a big deal that's a lot of jobs gone um there's a lot of people that maintain that that stadium maintain the the cleaning of all the restaurants and the and the restrooms and all the i mean those people are out of a job
0: right Right. And, um, yeah, it's crazy time. And, um, anybody out there that's lost their job, we, we our condolences to you. Um, luckily I have had a job and, um, that will never, ever shut down. And, um, I thank God every day for that. And, um, so Jeff, as we wrap things up here, um, what are any final thoughts you may have on any topic you want to talk about? Um, any part of your life, any part of the Corona or sports? You want to talk about the, the, the mic is yours right now.
1: Um, it's really just kind of like, you know, trying to stay, um, you know, just positive during all this, but you know, my, like my wife and I, we, uh, we just helped out, uh, one of uh, a lady that was a uh, part of her reading or her, uh, writer's group and, uh, her, her daughter passed away. And so, um, so we went over and basically, uh, made some food and, Brought her some food and then, uh, you know, talked with her for hours. You know, um, so we did that and and they were very thankful and, and and thanked us for giving us you know giving them the ability to kind of talk to somebody and and during all this because it's difficult. You know, it's like, you can't see a lot of people and and when you when you can, it's it's kind of like a a, a treat. You know what I mean? Um, right. So, right. You know, it's it's we've been we did that, um, so that was something that was kind of kind of cool that we did uh, over the last during all this you know craziness and um, just chilled out, chilling out at home and you know, wife's writing and and sometimes we'll watch movies and we have our shows and then we also like to play games and stuff like that. So um, anything in terms of trying to ride the wave until this is over with is, uh, is challenging, but, but I mean, everybody, everybody, I think from the most part, I will say a lot of people are doing it. They're doing it right. You know what I mean? Like it's, you know, the numbers go up and whatever, but I mean, people are for the most part that I see personally, um, like I went to the grocery store today to get some stuff. Everybody had a mask. Um, You know, everybody was not, was distancing themselves from people like nobody's crowded up or anything. So, I mean, ultimately, we're, we're you know, so the people that I see or interact with, they're doing it right, you know. So, as long as everybody's just understanding of like what you got to do, you know, to kind of get back to normal, um, it's just what you got to do, you know. So, in terms of sports, uh, I think I just saw a tweet from ESPN that showed LeBron's got a, a Kobe. Um, uh, like a wristband thing but he's got one that's for his finger i think it's yes. probably a shooting shooting hand so i saw that um just now and uh yeah man just trying to just trying to get uh get back to some kind of normalcy and sports and excited to watch uh baseball i've been I, that's like the first thing i, I was like kind of like you know cheering and stuff like that in the first game cuz we we beat the Nationals and then we lost the second game and then we won today but uh watched Garrett Cole for the first time that was cool um as a Yankee, so that that was interesting but yeah I got, I kind of was like you know getting ramped up when I was watching it So I was like this this is kind of cool it's, I haven't felt this in a while <laughs> so so right yeah right, I mean right, over right. overall I mean nothing nothing like you know uh Just my thoughts really are just, you know, kind of ready for everything to get back to normal. And, uh, you know, my sister's coming in town in October. So for her birthday. So we're kind of ready for that. And we're going to have a get together with my mom. And I think we're going to meet my mom Tuesday in in Castle Rock. So, but, yeah, we're just, you know, everybody just needs to do. I know it's tough. Do what you're told. Wear the mask. As much as it sucks, everybody's got to do it. (laughs) you know
0: right it's about about doing doing your part and knowing that we're all contributing to trying to get back on the fast track of getting back to a normal life and um there comes a point in time where we're gonna have to get back out there and live our lives and um i took my mom out to eat lunch earlier today and it's something that we don't do uh we haven't done because of corona but um i took her out and we had a good time at a new restaurant here in town, and ate ate some good lunch. So um, it's going to come to the point where we're going to have to kind of get back out there and um, get back to a normal life. And I think it's what sports brings to us. Uh, sports brings some um, some normality back into life right now, um, and it, it gives us something to cheer for and root for, and take our minds off the things, the bigger uh, take our minds off the things that are going on in the world, and whether it's whether it's the coronavirus or um whether it's racial equality stuff going on and and all this all this insane stuff that happened this year it's all about trying to stay positive jeff and and, uh doing those things for your neighbor and like you like you went out and helped that lady which is awesome is is something that we should all be doing right now and um my biggest thing is just just trying to stay positive um and it's time right now where it's easy to be to be have your head down um have your head uh be hung low and um get depressed it's it's really easy for that right now and um, just trying to stay positive. Uh, that's all you can do. I think yeah. sports is going to bring some back of that, bring back
1: that to our lives a little bit. Uh, um, yeah. I mean, I think, I think also it's just um, I, as much as everybody gets wrapped up in their own, you know, thoughts or whatever, their own um, issues about things in the world or whatever. I mean, at the end of the day, we're all people, you know what I mean? Like we're all human. Uh, we all do exactly the same things. Um, you know, we wake up, we eat, we, you know, uh, play, we work, we, you know, everybody does the same stuff. And I know we have some listeners that are not in the in the States and some of some that I've seen in terms of the stats and stuff that we have for a podcast. Some of them are in, you know, Brazil or Europe or whatever. And I it, they're, you know they have to deal with it too. You know, it's, it's, you know, uh, we're dealing with it as America right now, but you know, sometimes I think we, this is a world issue, you know? So it's, uh, we're in this, when they say we're in it together, I mean, that's a global thing. You know, we are in it together, um, as humans, you know? So, um, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I feel for, all those people too i mean everybody even outside the u.s because there there's a lot of places that are um you know like ecuador uh is pretty a good example of the bad in terms of um the united states you know they don't have as much as as we do and they're dealing with stuff and it's just that's like a yeah that's something that i think in the u.s we kind of take for granted but Um, they have, they have it a lot worse than we do. Um, there's a lot lot of medical help there. So yeah, I mean, it's, you know, we're having a hard time medical wise stuff here, but it's, it's even worse than other parts. So if we can take that into consideration and, and also be, uh, you know, be able to put, put our, I think put our differences aside everybody and just go, look, these people are also having a hard time, you know? So what, what can we do for them? What can we do for ourselves? Because I mean, this is going to affect everybody. You know, I mean, it's a virus. it's It right. affects, affects everybody.
0: We're hoping uh, to come up. They're working on a vaccine. So that's something hopefully we can do and then give out to everybody around the world. Uh, oh, yeah. Once we create oh, yeah. those and hopefully that's successful. But uh, yeah, just keep your heads up, guys. We, we thank you guys for listening. We thank you for those that are over in other countries that do listen to this podcast. I think it's pretty crazy that you guys uh i think it's pretty crazy awesome that you guys listen um um to us so we are grateful for you and anybody that's taken a, take a, uh, a like to this podcast if you guys want to reach out and email us you can email us at watson's playbook um at gmail.com super easy if you got any questions uh, if you like this format we're doing we changed it up a little bit this time i'm going to continue to do this so hopefully you like this uh this format and just uh reach out to us we would love to connect with you anybody around the world um anybody in the united states uh, we would be grateful to to hear from you so um like i said we're on facebook uh jeff runs the the twitch account he, at watson underscore playbook he streams up a lot of video games and I run the Facebook account and we're just, um, just trying to get this thing off off of the floor here and just continue to do it because it's something we love to do. Um, we have hope you guys figured, have a, have huh? you figured
1: out the YouTube one, the YouTube. Yes.
0: Uh, yes. Okay. Sorry. I forgot about that. I do stream on YouTube. Um, I, I do the YouTube gaming and it's just on my YouTube page. I also have a, uh, re- it's under the same thing. Watson's playbook. Um, and it's, I do a review page. Um, I review different products I buy. I would do, I'm going to do a review, um, coming up this week on a mustache wax that I bought. And so I do different things for, for different, you know, I have a beard and everything. I do a lot of different products for that. Um, different restaurant we went today. I'm going to give a review for that. So, just a little review page, and as well streaming video games. I do play a lot of Call of Duty and different things on there. So thanks, Jeff, for reminding me on that stuff. Yep. Um, yeah And uh, uh, we're if, just anybody, to-
1: if anybody ever wants to, you know, hop on and play with any of us, just you know, give a, give Brian the email. Give him. I mean, we play on PlayStation, um, but there are some games that are cross platform. So uh, yes. like Rocket League. Rocket League is becoming cross platform and also becoming free to play. I play that a lot um, in my spare time and uh yeah i mean you know you can hop on give brian your information and uh, maybe your psn tag or whatever and then we can we can hop on and play uh we can create a like a community on there as well and and that way we could all if we're all playing something or if there's a group that wants to play something we can all hop on play something together so um yeah that's something that that's uh that would be kind of fun to do you know interaction
0: that would be awesome we're looking for that that interactions um i don't want to say fan interaction because it's kind of weird i don't think really <laughs> our fans but um just uh just the interaction to get interacted with other people i'm always looking for that kind of connection and um but that's and about then, it we're gonna
1: go ahead and one more one more thing brian was talking about uh, you know the like businesses and you know they went to a restaurant yeah i mean that's one thing that i just want to drop one more thing is support your local businesses because that's that's the people i heard, heard that are hurting the most i mean if you can yeah. try to find your local you know food truck your local uh you know bakery uh go to us you get coffee in the morning go to a local coffee uh place uh you know something like that it's something that you can support local businesses because those are the ones that are hurting the most starbucks is going to be around Forever, right? They're, so they're not going to want anyone. No, and so like that's what that's a big thing is like I just want to see more and more people support local businesses because that is a huge reason. Uh, uh, that's like the the little guy, you know. So if you can support that, you can help them out. Any of your local businesses that you have around, uh, do it because it, it it helps them out and it it, it makes them. Uh, better and then you'll also have more local small businesses that will pop up because of that you know so let, let them let their voices be heard and let their right. their uh, their dreams come alive with don't let COVID take them out like you know because right. it's, right. it's not necessary you know
0: and and it's, you know, it's, a, it's a damn shame and honestly that this has taken effect and really affected those guys and I'm glad you pointed that out because that is something we need to do And, and even if you're not, even if you're not, uh, for a good example here, even if you're not going to a store and buying something and you're ordering online, find you a mom and pop shop online. Um, I have a, I buy some different beer products. I like to buy different brands and, 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 um, learn about them, where they, where they've come from. And so I, there's a brand that I really like. It's called fresh beards. And um, I thought they were a big corporation, you know, it's, they have this nice packaging. I thought all this stuff, but actually went back and learned it's just a, it's literally a, a, a dad, uh, his wife, and their little girl. <laughs> and they create this stuff out of their house and send it and ship it all over the world. So I'm like, that's pretty cool. I will continue to support them and I will continue to buy their products because, one, they're great products. And two, because of that fact that they're doing it by themselves. And they're competing against those corporations and stuff like that. So go out and support those small businesses. Um, I, I, that's a good point, Jeff, because they are struggling to make it in this time. Um, but, yeah, yeah, about it. I think we're good. Um, I, I just want to say um, I just appreciate you jumping on with me, Jeff. I appreciate all those listeners out there. Um, this is Sunday. Um, we'll put this podcast out this week. And hope you guys have a good week. And I hope you guys are doing your job, um, doing your part to stay safe and and keep from spreading this virus around, so we can get back to what you consider a um, normal life. And I and I hear my girls screaming right now, so I, I do want to uh, apologize. You are going to hear these girls screaming on this mic um, every now and then. So. Uh, I have headphones on, so a lot of times I can't hear it, but I just heard that one was loud. So you're going <laughs> to hear those and I apologize, but that's just the everyday life here in the, in the, uh, Watson household. So,
1: <laughs> all right, man.
0: All right, buddy. Stay will guys. you take it easy? Yeah.
1: Um, stay safe, stay, stay, stay safe, stay healthy. And uh, I'm going to post this up, uh, look forward to our episodes uh, Wednesdays. So, um, And then that's yes. either me or either I'll be on. If I can't, then obviously Brian will be on. But uh, Wednesdays are the days to uh, look for the podcast. So we're just going to be a regular uploads on every, every Wednesday.
0: All right, guys, that is it. Take care, guys.
1: Take care. Blue 58! 58, 58! 58, go!